thrilled to have on the line with me Dr. Chris Miller. Uh, he is a Ph.D. He is an expert on higher education, and uh, we wanted to talk about higher education. So, Dr. Chris Miller, welcome to the AmeriChicks, and we've got Susan Kochevar in here as my guest chick. Thank you, Kim. Thanks for having me. Well, absolutely. Uh, you are an expert on higher education and what is happening on college campuses um, because you've, uh, you've studied a lot, right, Dr. Chris Miller? Yes, I have. Well, one of the things, one of the words that we hear all the time is uh, intersectionality. Uh, parents, as your kids are coming home from college and for the summer break, you're going to hear this word. And I heard it, I'd say, about four or five years ago. And I heard it from a college student who said it with, with great um, expertise. And I'm like, what, what is that word? So explain what intersectionality is, Dr. Chris Miller. Well, intersectionality is when a person has more than one characteristic which defines them. Um, this could be anyone uh, who is, for example, young and white and male or black and female or for example, transgender and Hispanic. Um, and these characteristics are understood to intersect, and hence the word intersectionality. Um, it's emerged in uh, discursive spaces. Um, these are places or venues in which the world is defined. Um, and we give allegiance to these venues by participating in them. Um, they can be either academic um, or in the political arena or um, even among entertainers. One of the things, I had read um, Ocasio-Cortez's New Green Deal, and uh, it seems that they're trying to bring a number of people to an intersection, if you will, intersectionality, and that would be people that are underserved or race or sexual orientation, and trying to bring them all together as groups to fight back, I think, on... uh, I, I want to say really the Western ideal, um, you know, the American ideal. But it seems like they're trying to get people to identify with all of these different things so that they can um, become groups to fight on what they think is kind of that big, bad evil. Am I correct on that? Yes, I think you are. And, um, you know, intersectionality as a theory and a methodology um, is is big on campuses, Um what I mean by um, methodology is um, that uh, policy making, planning, teaching, all of these um, are are you know taken into consideration when uh, someone speaks of intersectionality. The term was uh, coined by Kimberly Crenshaw, um, and um, interestingly enough, th- th- these theorists uh, like Crenshaw. Uh, McCall and Cho, um, they don't want these, um, they, they, they come at, from these perspectives, um, from the perspective of intersectionality, um, with skepticism of getting them involved in other um, fields. And I think uh, one of the reasons for that is that they want to uh, keep the, the term pure, Okay. Now, Susan and I kind of looked at each other. You said getting them involved in other fields. So what what does that mean exactly, Dr. Chris Miller? Okay, well, that means, like, for example, um, the the pure theorists of intersectionality wants to talk about um, how 
the, these apply to um, to people and not to fields of study or um, policy making. But the um, the term is intersectionality definitely has been taken over by politicians and entertainers as well as academics of all fields and okay. areas of study. Mm-hmm. The other danger I see, um, Dr. Miller, is that with intersectionality, it has people identify as with a group instead of as an individual. And there's great danger then when people I look at other people as part of a group, then they kind of, I think, lose their compassion and their empathy for other individuals. And then you can start to see you know, kind of these attacks on different groups. Uh, an example might be, you know, the Covington kids there at the March for Life. Uh, because they looked a certain way, the media felt and, and, uh, and Hollywood felt that they could go after them. When in essence, when you saw the whole story, it was totally fabricated, but they were trying to identify them with a group. And I find great danger in that. Yes, I agree with that. Um, there are um, areas of, of people who are being defined in groups, and um, these intersectionality is a way to bring different groups together um, and different uh, people together on the same plane. Um, so, for example, if a um, if a certain um, line of oppression um, intersects or, or co-defines another person, um, then in opposing them, you would have to oppose them all simultaneously. In other words, um, if someone is, for example, transgender and um, Hispanic, then if you were to take, um, for example, the, the, the transgender group and uh, define them as a group and um, discriminate against them, then you would then be discriminating against um, Hispanic people as well. So that does come down to, to group identity. So what do we do about it, Dr. Chris Miller? What do parents do about this? Because I think that a lot of, you know, a lot of people, we, we've worked hard, we, we sent our kids to college, kids are taking on college debt, and I think we're doing a real disservice to them. Uh, you know, school's just about over. Kids are going to be coming home this summer. What do parents do about this? Well, one of the things you need to do is become educated yourself on, on these matters. Uh, it's, not a, um, it's not as simple as just saying, you know, don't believe what the liberals teach you in school. Don't believe what the progressives teach you in school. You have to be educated yourself, and you have to be ready to... Um, to have a dialogue with your with your children or um, young adults. Well, and one of the ways people can get educated is they can listen to the Americhicks with Kim Munson every Monday through Friday. Yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now, the other thing, though, is you you write a lot about this, and uh, I believe that can be found at CRISPR Christian uh, at blogspot.com, right? Is that do I have that right? C H R I S P E R. Yeah, it's CRISPR Christian. All one word, dot blogspot.com. 
Okay. And CRISPR is C-H-R-I-S-P-E-R, then Christian.blogspot.com. And I know that this is something that is really on your heart because you've been on college campuses. How many For how many years were you on college campuses? Oh, my. Decades. 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 Uh, these, these ideas are not new. They go back to the 80s, to the 70s. There are um, things that people need to be concerned about, and, and they, they're just giving you branded names like intersectionality. Well, and to that point, Dr. Miller, parents need to really be involved. Susan Kochevar, you have a comment. Yeah, I kind of have a question, Dr. Miller. It seems like a, some of these terms are, are sort of made up and designed to make the average person or even the parents feel dumbed down and stupid because what does intersectionality mean? Would you agree with that? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. These, these terms like um, that term, um, hegemony, narrative, um, speaking of the other, um, they're, they're all terms that people have made up and um, use as, as tools against um, conservative values. Okay, well, let's stay on top of this, Dr. Miller. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Oh, you're welcome. I, I really appreciate your time. Absolutely. And that, again, is crisperchristian.blogspot.com. You can find everything that Dr. Miller is writing right there. So thanks so much. Thank you.